What in the fuck was that? Good morning, everyone. My name's Ryan, and you're listening to the What If Podcast with my good friend, Spencer Worth Davis. Holy shit! Hey! Hey, bud! Hi! You sound pretty dicked, bud. You okay? I'm a little banged up, bud. Oh, dick. Might have a couple two-tree ibuprofens in me. <laughs> I'm not saying, are, are I'm like, just saying. Are there, uh, those aren't supposed to make you goofy there, bud. How many did you take? No, I, I'm a big guy. I take four when I take them, but. Word? Yeah, bro. That's that's too many. That's an anti-inflammatory <laughs> dose. I got, I got. In, I'm in danger. <laughs> I got inflaming. I'm trying to That's get your rid liver of. right now, fam. <laughs> I don't know. Ask my cocktail. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> I'm in That's all your organs. Well, honestly, the ibuprofen's probably wearing off. I took it earlier, so. <laughs> no, Time I'm, for some more. I'm a little dicked, though. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, whole program got cocked, huh? You know. I uh I was saying this earlier. Shit went bad real quick. <laughs> she did go bad real quick. <laughs> so out having a real nice bike ride last night, and it turned into a real shitty bike ride real quick. I uh <laughs> haven't crashed a haven't crashed a bike in many a year, and uh, that was not. It's not fun. I don't recommend it. I I think were, you should. Were you riding the? Were you taking the redneck lawn chair off some jumps? My name's Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> And this, <laughs> and this is the redneck launcher. Wouldn't that have been great if I was just like, yeah, you know what? 33, you know, life, uh, life seems kind of boring. No time like the present. I think I'm going to take up BMX biking. I'm going to build some jumps. I'm going to go out in public <laughs> with some apple crates and I'm going to build some jumps. Do you ever, you build jumps as a kid? Did anybody not build jump jumps builder? as a kid? Every, I feel I like everybody had to checking. build a jump at some, I mean, just checking. I got to say when, when I say build jumps, I mean, everybody like put something flimsy on top of something flimsy and then hurt themselves. Tried to ride their bike over it. Yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> tried tried yeah. to run their bike over it and then hurt themselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were not like we did a, uh, kids who built their own like quarter pipes and shit. There were some of those kids. But oh, we, okay. were, we were not those kids. We had a, a little improvised rail. <laughs> um, for doing sweet grinds. And then uh we used to go down to Were you were you grinding uh, back in the day? Were you a little were you able to I was no, I was never good. My brother was decent. Um I I tried skateboarding a few times and quickly learned it was not for me. My brother also, was really into it. Also also this. But we used to go down to the uh the lake that had like a public dock and build shit to put out the end of the dock to ride our bikes off of into the lake. That's pretty sick. Had like a shitty old BMX bike that was the lake bike. I know a guy who did that once, and uh, boy, that's a that's a dangerous one. Oh yeah, we all hurt ourselves multiple times. Yeah. It was really stupid, it, especially when when the dock gets wet and it's like slimy and gross because it's a public wooden dock with a bunch of you know mildew and slime and shit on it. Oh, big time! You get any sideways momentum and you're smashing your knee and falling headfirst into the lake. Yeah. <laughs> totally. That sounds like the most probable thing to happen on honestly. Yeah, yeah, it happened happened a decent amount. See, and that's that that's the thing. My whole life, like I had friends who were into what what are action sports or whatever you want to call Being that shit. Awesome. Being awesome. And I was always like, Hey, I'm uncoordinated and pretty tall, so that's not really gonna work for me. I thought I was safe with fucking Face your fear, son. <laughs> I thought I was safe with road biking. It turns out, uh not so much. Mm. Not so much last night. Yeah, you know. It'll happen. Maybe I'll maybe I'll take a photo of my of my super gross knee and shin <laughs> and put. Please don't. <laughs> I'm gonna add it to our Instagram story and surprise you all with how. Please do not. Fucked up my leg is. <laughs> Whoa, I'm nervous. It's not great. Okay, it's not great. Uh, but anyway, outside of that, I'm guess I'm fine. How are you, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right. I'm uh. I'm also a little little banged up in in different ways. Uh-oh. I'm dealing with uh the old the old migraine sitch. Oh, did you get so, a fresh one? Yeah, yeah, going on very little sleep today, so it might get silly in here. Yeah, I also didn't sleep very well last night because every time <laughs> I rolled over, my gaping open wound on my leg was touching a different a different piece of my bed and I was like, "Ow. Ow. 
Ow. God damn. So I did not do a Yucky. ton of sleeping last night either. So let's get real goofy up in here. Yucky. Uh, you haven't had a migraine in a while, man. I know, dude. I was having a really good run, and then it's been two days in a row. So properly fucked over here, bud. It's almost like uh, it's almost like Bad all the stress of three months worth of quarantine and pandemics I, and social unrest and uh, yeah, I guess. all that eventually builds up in a person. Fucking got him. Me. Him being me. <laughs> got me. I've been got. <laughs> uh, anyway, in more fun news, you got any, any joys to share? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, damn. Um, I got... I got a small one that we were just talking about. If if you need a second, yeah, do it, do it. I'm actually struggling. Go ahead. So we uh, my we're doing some landscaping, and my backyard's a bit dicked. So we can't just let the dog out in the backyard and ru- let him run around and do whatever he normally does. Jump in a mud pile. Yeah. Um, normally, he spends like a good chunk of his day outside in the backyard, just being outdoor outdoor dog. Right. Right. But uh, so last night we needed to take him out. So we just went for a walk down to Dairy Queen because fucking duh, it's a beautiful night. Might as well walk down to Dairy Queen. fucking Dairy Queen's open. And about four or five blocks from our house, I see this fucking blacked out F-150 go by. And I just hear, cute family. <laughs> you did and, a really good uh, job with the motion. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, look up and it's, and it's your wife shouting at us. Yep. Yep. And Katie was like, Oh, that was Jen. I was like, yeah. She was like, I waved with both hands. So she knew it was, was, was us. <laughs> and I was like, I think she knew it was us. <laughs> Cause she said something to us. Also, do you and Jen have some agreement that a two hand wave is like, the secret hello yes it's me greeting so you know so you know (laughs) no nobody here is an alien in another body (laughs) when did we establish that like she was driving down lake street just yelling cute family at at any groups of people she saw with the dog and then she saw the two-hand wave she's like oh shit i know that person honestly my wife loves they know the secret hand wave my wife loves life and people so much i wouldn't entirely put it past her to see a really (laughs) cute family with a cute dog and just yell cute family at it but now she had it it as a unit it as a family unit uh but no yeah that i I like that your wife also assumed that could have been possible like oh that was jen she thought we were just random But then the two-hand wave doesn't also, fill her. Also, it, does, it conveys no information. Literally none. The two-hand wave does not close the previous gap in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> no. You just look 50% goofier now. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's a sign. Now every time we see each other, we're going to have to be like, I just wave with <laughs> two hands it. really hardcore. It's there's The precedent has been set. This is anyway, how we greet. This is our new secret handshake, a, two, a two-handed wave. That brought me some joy on my walk with my dog and wife to Dairy Queen last night. Fantastic. What was your Dairy Queen order? That had to have brought some additional well, joy. Ah, see, ice cream doesn't really work with my bod. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you, usually I'm just like, you know, along for the ride on Dairy Queen journeys. I tried one of their like slushy things. They got a, a lemonade one. I was like, hmm, frozen lemonade. It's hot out. That might be nice. That sounds cool. And it was just literally a bag of sugar with like four drops of water poured on top. <laughs> like I couldn't tell based on the texture if it was frozen or if they were just grains of sugar. Crystals. Just yeah. hella sugar crystals. Like is this ice or sugar or is it frozen sugar with like a lemon squeezed on top? Sure. Sure. It was it was uh, awful. So that went into the uh, trash can on the corner. <laughs> yes. Yep. If anyone wants to dig around in the trash can at 39th and Lake, there's two thirds of a misty freeze in there. And it it's is probably filled. With, it's actually probably just a cup of bees at this point. But <laughs> <laughs> if anybody is interested in that, there's one at 39th and Lake. <laughs> Put it on the list. <laughs> 
a couple of bees at 39th and Lake or just a couple or, of bees? Or alternately, a couple of bees in a trash can? <laughs> I think that might be the move. Probably just a cup of bees. <laughs> a hell of a sentence, my friend. Uh, What's bringing you joy today? Or since whew. whenever the fuck we talked last? Um, well, since we talked last, uh, 4th of July happened. That brought you joy somehow? Well, this one specific piece of it brought me joy, which was that, uh, we just walked around, uh, with like a beer and a koozie in South Minneapolis and saw all the crazy people that were lighting off fireworks. It was like, it was as if what happened was... it was so outrageous this year. It was so outrageous. It was. It's as if everyone was like, well, there's not going to be an official fireworks celebration. I am taking it upon myself personally to create that aesthetic for my block. Starting, starting on May 1st. But then, but literally on Saturday night, it had to have been 10,000 houses in South Minneapolis were just blowing shit up to fill the, fill the gaping emptiness of there not being an official fireworks solution of their existence in 2020. Also this. So yeah, so you could literally walk like betterhelp.com slash what if (laughs) preach to fill that (laughs) gaping hole in your existence. (laughs) Preach. But yeah, every, uh, Every like block, basically, somebody was lighting fireworks off. So we just grabbed a beer and walked around. And this guy, like a few blocks south of where I live, had to have been literally lighting off sticks of dynamite. Like it was, I mean, (laughs) not entire sticks of dynamite. I think it might have been quarter sticks. But I literally think it (laughs) was quarter sticks of dynamite. (laughs) It's like butter. It's marked like tablespoons. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it was, though. It was about like, you know, three inches long. (laughs) And it had a fuse coming out the side of it. And, and he, this guy was like, he was like, check it out, check it out. And he put one in the middle of an intersection and blew it up. And it was the biggest explosion I have ever heard or seen or felt in my life, but just in a city street intersection, it like concussed my chest. Like I felt it explode yeah. in my chest. Yeah. Fuck that guy. I mean, it, I, I kind of agree, but it was also kind of fun. Like the, the small, piece of like stupid, you know, 19 year old me that like, you know, would go to Wisconsin and buy bottle rockets and blow them off friends roofs and shit. Like I almost died. (laughs) Enjoyed enjoyed the uh you know the idiocy of it all. Good job. I don't know, man. That's all I got. (laughs) It's not much. It's not much. I'm I've been so salty about the fireworks every night that uh mostly because since the 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 protests and riots a few whatever i don't know how time works anymore weeks months whatever ago that was yeah my dog is he never used to be scared of noises and didn't used to like be jumpy at all and now he's terrified of all that shit cool and when whenever there haven't been fireworks lately it's been thunderstorming so he's just like round the clock freaked <laughs> out about something yeah yeah and by saturday night when it was just constant and my dog was hiding in the hallway panting for like going on hour eight. Oh, poor guy. I was I was not a fan of the fireworks, but our I don't know if it makes our dog dumb or smart that she just couldn't possibly give a shit less. Which he is didn't incredible. last year, and then like when our whole neighborhood was actually on fire and and things were blowing up, then yeah. uh he got proper freak. Sure. When there were helicopters over our house for like a week straight. Yeah, that wasn't great. And now he's, he'll probably chill out eventually, but now he's just jumpy about fucking everything. There was definitely a woman that we uh, encountered while we were walking around to find the fireworks. And uh, she was on the street corner at the end of our block. And uh, I think we just said, she, she was like, I don't even remember how the greeting started, but it was obvious that we were like walking to go find the fireworks. And she goes, Hey, if you do find those guys, will you tell me where they are so I can fucking run over them with my car? <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> no, no, I will not tell you I that. Was like, ma'am. I was like, don't do that. She was like, Oh, I just want to <laughs> find some, find some of them and take those fireworks and shove them up. Every one of their orifices. 
She was Just gonna send it. <laughs> I got a I got a dog in this house shitting and pissing on every single she was <laughs> so mad. And like I feel for oh, you. I'm boy. sorry. Oh that's oh. wait that, wait what? Hello? Oh, did you have a sounder? Huh? I thought you said wait. No. Oh no. I fucking Zoom can oh. shove things up its orifices. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I was just like, I, I feel for you. I'm sorry for your dog, but also like, why are you yelling at me? Like I like she was so angry and just sending all of that vitriol <laughs> in my direction. And I was like, I didn't I didn't set him off. I'm gonna go see if I can find him, but I'm not like I don't know why you're so mad at me. She was, it was as if she had found someone to take out her, her angst on. And also what like, fuck are you going on about? <laughs> also like, I, like I, again, I get it. Like, I'm sorry, but also you live in a, you live in a city next to a state that has like literally zero, <laughs> zero firework laws. And that, I mean, yes, it was worse this year, but it's terrible every year. Like it wasn't, it, it's not like it was yeah. like, wow, we've never had fireworks in the neighborhoods on 4th of July. And this year it really went off. It's always bad. It was just like 140% instead of a hundred percent. Well, and in previous years, it wasn't the month and a half leading up to it. It was just like a couple days. True, true, true. But yeah. Anyway, let's talk about pyramids. <laughs> fucking fucking <laughs> right. We will <laughs> fucking right. He did specifically pyramids of the United States of America. We got pyramids? Yes. Sick. We have, in fact, the third tallest pyramid in the world <laughs> is located in the United States. Um, why, why haven't we been there? We have access. We may have, actually. Well, I haven't, but you may have. What? Have you ever been, have you ever been to the Luxor in Las Vegas? You know my life? <laughs> Do you know things about me? I just know you've been to Las Vegas and we were both real dick the whole time. And I don't recall everything that happened. Um, did we go, did to, you go in the Luxor? Did, because I did not. I don't think I did. Okay. What's well, the third largest pyramid in the world? I don't know if we should be proud of that or not. It's the most American <laughs> way to have the third tallest pyramid in the world ever that it's a giant casino in Las Vegas. Yeah. And it's awesome. And it's haunted. The Luxor is haunted? How old is it? Yes, we'll get to that. It was built in 1990, or it opened in 1993. Oh, that's, that's, honestly, it's a little too recent to be haunted, I think. You gotta be around for longer to get your hauntings on. We'll get there. Uh, so in the 90s, 90s was like the era of the, uh, the family-themed Vegas resorts and casinos and hotels. What about a pyramid is family-oriented? <laughs> Well, it was the the Egyptian themed one, and it was like oh. they were going like Universal Studios plus Casino on it with uh, that one and uh, Excalibur opened around the same time. Sure, sure. They were going like and, Indiana uh, Jones, Treasure Island. Treasure Island was early nineties. Oh, okay, okay. So when the Luxor opened in ninety three. You walk in, so it's also the largest, or it was for a while, the largest atrium in the world because the whole bottom floor is just open of that pyramid. Whoa! And then the rooms are all, the rooms are all around the outside. Whoa, spooky! How does that even yeah. stay up? Oh, Pardon? there's got to be like supports in there, huh? What just happened? <laughs> I'm saying, like, are there supports in the interior that go in between the rooms, or is it entirely open space? Supports between the rooms? You're saying I'm, I'm not following. You're saying if the so if the if there are rooms all around the outside of the pyramid, but it's an atrium in the yep. middle, basically it's like a void. Yes. There has to be yes. like support beams in there keeping it up, right? Or is it an entirely empty void with no crisscrossing support system in the center? I I believe it's open and the four walls hold each other up. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, I mean, sort of. I just don't know how that keeps itself. I'm no structural engineer, but there are no obvious supports in there. All right. I'm going to start Googling some photos. Carry on. Okay. So in 93, when it opened, you would check in 
and then you had to actually take a boat to get to the elevators. God, that's sick. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> God, that's awesome. Except they only had a limited number of boats, and sometimes you'd have to wait up to 90 minutes to go <laughs> across the lobby. Nope. To the... <laughs> I, I'm, of course, I am, of course, swimming. Like, there is absolutely no uh, way I'm not swimming. <laughs> you had to wait 90 minutes for a minute and a half boat ride to the elevator to get up to your room. Nope. Sw also, swimming. Those elevators were built specifically for that space because they're at like an 18 degree angle. Because the they elevators go don't up the go sides. Vertically. Yeah. Whoa, this is a fucking trip, dude. Now I can see it. Yeah, I really I wanted to go there just because it looked fucking weird, but I didn't know just how weird it was when we were there. Oh, it's real weird. They've got like a Yeah, dude. like a Aztec temple in this. Oh, it's like a little town in the center of it. What the fuck? I'm saying World's largest atrium. Bro, there are not, there are no visible supports in the center. It just like That's climbs. That's what I just said. To its, no, I'm just saying, I'm confirming that that is in fact the case. Damn. It is three, no, three, yeah, 350 feet high at the top, which compared to the Great Pyramid of Giza, the largest pyramid in the world, is 455. So it's about three quarters the size of the Great Pyramid of Giza, and it is larger than several of the pyramids at Giza. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna really be American about it, and you're gonna make a hotel in the shape of a pyramid, why are you going for third largest pyramid in the world? Like fucking, I agree. If go big or go home, boy. Like that's that is the American <laughs> way. Like I, I don't know. It just seems kind of funny to be like. Hey, we have all of the modern resources and technology available to us in 1990, and we're only going to build the third biggest one. Like, come on. They did build it in a year and a half, though. Whoa. From start to finish. Yeah, they rushed the shit out of it, and there are rumors that several people died as a result. Is that what, which where is the haunting comes some from? Some of the haunting uh, gets involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it also, you know, there's the big beam of light at the top of it. Yeah, it shoots up the the to the heavens. Yeah. Did you know that that is speaking of going big or going home? That is the strongest beam of light in the world? Fuck off. And that it's visible from LA? Fuck <laughs> off. Is that really true? Uh if you're if you're high enough to see that far, so like if, at altitude, like if you flew out of LAX, you can see that light beam in Vegas. There has to be like I know okay. There has to be no better representation of being ostentatious than being like, yeah, we're just gonna have the brightest light beam in the world. Oh, what purpose does it serve? <laughs> Literally none. It has no purpose other than the so fact pe people can see us other than the fact that you might be able to see it if you're high enough up in Los Angeles. And we think that's pretty they'll, fucking sick. They'll know we're open. God. They can come gamble. They can. Hey, have you, uh, Hey, you ever seen those spotlight trucks? Yeah, we built, we built, <laughs> right? we built the spotlight truck for fucking space. <laughs> like it's 39 different lights. That each use 7,000 watt bulbs. That's far too many. And they're housed in their own room that is uh, 50 feet, like the floor of it is 50 feet below the tip of the thing, of the pyramid. Okay. So it's like a 50 foot pyramid of its own that is just these lights. Okay. And when they're all on, the temperature gets up to about 300 degrees in that room. That's also far too many degrees. <laughs> Too many watts, costs, too many degrees. It costs $51 an hour to operate. Just the lights. <laughs> that's kind of awesome. I got to say, that's kind of awesome. They didn't realize uh, or anticipate when they were doing the whole let's build the world's fucking brightest light so people know we're open thing that uh, it would attract a shitload of bugs. And they've accidentally created their own ecosystem above the Luxor at night. Dude, I just... Because... Go ahead. It, it brings in so many bugs 
and it's on so like regularly bugs come bats come to eat the bugs owls come to eat the bats and there's this own little like fucking uh nighttime feasting village happening at the fucking animal party gauntlet fucking battle throwdown Mm -hmm. dude i just had to do the math really quick it cost them yes four hundred and forty seven thousand dollars a year to run that light if they run it 24 7 i don't think they do I don't think it's on during the day, but all right, it's probably the like eight hours of night. That if it's just eight yeah. hours of night, it's still one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year to run that motherfucker. Yeah, it seems about right. Which for a Vegas casino is obviously nothing, but that's still like hilarious and amazing. Um, to the haunted stuff, I want to start by reading a TripAdvisor review yes. from December of twenty sixteen. From Shazlam 7 from West Yorkshire, UK. Can I just say something really quick? Absolutely. What I really hope is about to happen, or if it is not currently happening, we can make happen. I want to start an industry where people just leave fake TripAdvisor reviews to try to generate business for other hotels by making other hotels seem more haunted than other ones. Ooh. Well, it depends on your audience too, because this makes me want to go to the Luxor more if it is haunted. Sure. Sure. So I want to just read this review though. And then I also want to read the Luxor's response to this review because they publicly responded on TripAdvisor. Oh yes. About the haunting. (laughs) Yes. Fucking let's go dude. Oh, so the professional the titled, PR persons having to re- respond to ghost reviews yeah. is like, yep. So up my alley. Um, the review is titled in all, in all lowercase, this hotel is haunted. <laughs> three, three stars out of five. No. Sleep quality. Three out of five rooms. Four out of five. Service four out of five. Okay. I guess that equals three out of five. The worst part is the sleep because of the ghosts. Exactly. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to read it word for word because it's awesome. Returned this morning from a week long stay with friends. First of all, that's too long for Vegas at Luxor hotel location and staff, et cetera, is all, Oh, there's no punctuation in this whole review, by the way. Sorry. Perfect. All lowercase, no punctuation. This is one sentence with, nine period periods at the end i don't know if they just did a thing where like you take all the punctuation that would have been in it and you just separate out at the end we're gonna we're gonna pretend james joyce wrote this and it's just a snippet from ulysses it's a fucking ee cummings poem of a review Mm -hmm. uh okay location staff is all great but from checking in we had a strange feeling like a stuffy head that i couldn't shake off but felt great upon going outside that's the air quality in Vegas casinos because everyone smokes. I was going to say that's, that is not a ghost, but carry on. And it's all air conditioned and it's dry as shit. Um, okay. I feel completely bonkers writing this, but I really need to, as this experience scared the life out of both me and my husband on our fourth nights, uh, our fourth nights stay December 4th, 2016. And now that the life has been scared out of us, we're ghosts too. We came back from a walk down the strip to go to bed at around 11. And I need to add, we were cold stone sober, not stone cold sober, cold oh stone sober. Oh my God, cold stone creamery. <laughs> we were decorated on ice cream, not alcohol. My hubby fell asleep really quickly, but I felt strange. And every time I dozed off, I jumped straight back awake. I got palpitations and felt really suffocated and then weepy. And I started to think I was having heart trouble or something. I finally fell asleep and just had a bad dream, had bad dream after bad dream till I awoke to what felt like a huge spider running across from the top of my head, down my face and neck, or after some consideration in the light of day, possibly a hand. (laughs) I, I dived out of bed in one swoop and fell flat on my face to jump up and run for the light switch, screaming an explicit word. To which my hubby woke and swears that a blonde, a young blonde woman wearing some sort of hat, possibly a beret, 
was standing at the side of my bed. Her hair was in a ponytail, and he said she was pretty. He actually thought so. that's fucked. Yeah, it was a really hot ghost in a beret by you. It was she was hot, babe. He actually just like be cool, okay? She's kind of cute. He actually thought someone had gotten into our room, and that's why I kicked off. But she just disappeared. I did not see her. But my husband was really shook and shook up and swears to what he saw. I got in the other bed with my husband and later on in the night felt someone wrapping the covers real tight around me and leaning against my back. Well, there was another person in your bed. By now we were really (laughs) freaked and had no sleep. All the rest of the night, our friends were next door and they saw and felt nothing. The whole stay I decided, ah, fuck, this is hard without periods. (laughs) Felt nothing the whole stay. I decided the next morning to speak to the concierge. My husband wouldn't come with me. He said they would laugh and think we were mental, but I wasn't happy at all, and I really would have come home then and there. The reaction of the concierge was so sympathetic and practical. She insisted on getting a manager straight away, and they took me very seriously. We hadn't been drinking, and everything that happened and her reaction was like she totally believed my story. Huh. She insisted on changing our room right away and interestingly said she felt we needed to come out of the pyramid area and go into one of the new towers. Oh, that's kind of tight on some like, yeah, we see this a lot. (laughs) So I I didn't mention this earlier, but there's the pyramid with the rooms around the outside and then there's a separate, either one or two separate towers that are not connected to the pyramid, but are still part of Luxor. How how are you how are you not gonna stick with the pyramid theme? You'd be like, we got one big pyramid and a couple towers. Like, come on, you gotta have three pyramids, right? Just make all of Giza over there. Yeah, see, I mean, it's it's not the most like spatially uh, available location in the world. Well, yeah, like you're not getting the most bang for your buck by building. A hotel that on the top floor can only have one room. Oh, right. I was, I was also a thinking... A rectangle is much more efficient. For sure. I was thinking of it also, like, in Las Vegas, you're not like, we'll just take up this unused fucking oh, right. square footage of the Strip and make a bigger yeah, pyramid. Getting, getting any land on the Strip is like a decade-long and multi-billion dollar ordeal. No doubt. Uh Okay. Uh, she insisted that we go into one of the new towers. This had not been a factor to me and my friend and I agreed we weren't the first to speak to her like this. And that's probably why she didn't seem particularly shocked. Damn. Our, ro- our room number was 1248 on the 12th floor. Uh, our friends had 1249 and didn't notice anything the whole week. We don't want to say uh the ho- the staff were really professional about the whole thing, but I, for one, will not stay there again. Never expected anything like this on my holiday. Another small point is the whole week I kept getting static electric shocks everywhere. Again, that's fucking dry-ass air. I was going to say, Vegas. you're in the goddamn desert. Thanks. Yep. But only in the hotel, even my husband... I can't understand what she's writing. Uh, I don't want to scare anyone who's got a holiday booked, but I had to write this at the risk of being laughed at as it has scared us. Hopefully we were a minority and most hotel guests are left alone. Oh, okay. All right. So the, like the hand on the face thing, fucking weird. The, the air related stuff. Like if you've been in Vegas, you're in the middle of the desert. It's dry as shit already. You can smoke inside everywhere. Yeah. And then they filter and air condition the shit out of the air. And so it's recycled. It. And sent it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have any sort of like allergies or uh, asthma or sensitivities to anything like that, like it's going to be amplified there. I don't. And I still feel weird when I go there. It's also higher oxygen. The air is? They oxygenate the HVAC systems in Vegas. Really? Mm hmm. I didn't know that. It, Why? It's partially to combat the, like, what they know is in the air. Like, it's it's partially to combat the, um... Like the smoke and the, the shit? The smoke or? and shit, but it's also supposed to induce feelings of, like, happiness and positivity and euphoria, uh, and you spend more money when you got more oxygen bumping through your system. They should put some fucking water in the air once in a while. Yeah, and a fucking salad. <laughs> Everyone in Las Vegas needs a <laughs> bottle of water and a salad. I just mean because it's like 0% humidity everywhere you go. Oh, I meant because everyone's like drunk and on drugs. 
<laughs> and well, that too. eating dog shit. <laughs> uh, okay. The response from the manager of the Luxor, Seth L. Let's go, Seth. Give it to him. Dear Shazlam 7, thank you for sharing the circumstances of your recent visit to Luxor. It would seem you had an interesting time. (laughs) We appreciate you bringing your concerns to our attention and are glad our attentive staff could accommodate your needs. We hope that despite these unfortunate experiences, you will consider another visit to our resort in the future. Sincerely, Seth. Okay. It would seem you had an interesting time. That is such a such a fantastically <laughs> condescending slash like i don't know he's he seems sort of uh like i guess i gotta respond that's a, to this <laughs> that's an extremely polite way to tell someone that they're nuts <laughs> yeah that that must have been interesting for you <laughs> <laughs> but you can't even say that it it would appear that you had a Interesting time. As you've stated here. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, okay. So bad news. The Luxor might be getting torn down soon. Oh, are they going to build a bigger pyramid? Well, uh, this is from casino.org. Well, let me say it has to be the least efficient use of space in all of downtown or in the entire right. strip. And they're on the strip, and they're also at the end of the strip. That's close to uh, what's the arena? The where T- the Knights play. I don't know what arena? it's called. Yeah. Um. So like an end of the strip that is probably going to continue getting built up. Yeah, it's uh, when you have that open thing. Yeah, it's a cool thing to be able to see into. But also everything flat from your room to the room across from you could be more rooms that people could be staying in. Right. And well, and a lot of it is like it's the casino floor and stuff too, but like the above it. Yeah, obviously that's Could all be that. useless. Right. Um, and also like Vegas is just moving away from the whole themed casinos and the family friendly shit anyway. Right. But, uh, this is from Scott Robin, Las Vegas insider. Uh, our sources say company officials have discussed demolition of both Luxor and Excalibur for at least five years but have been unable to proceed due to union contracts. It's possible the COVID-19 shutdown has paved the way for what's to come for Luxor. In what sense specifically? I I don't know. I'm just reading the quote. Uh, it sounds like they've been wanting to, so MGM owns all that shit. Sure. Um, and it sounds like they've been wanting to tear those down and build newer, more efficient, non-themed casinos sure but they have union contracts that are preventing that but i don't know what COVID has to do with those contracts I, if those are getting renegotiated because of COVID or what that means exactly yeah i don't either interesting so if it gets torn down ryan that would move another united states pyramid potentially into the top five Oh, by so so a current current number six pyramid is also in the U.S. Is what you're saying? Yes. Do you know where it is? Um. No, I didn't even know we had one pyramid here. Honestly, like I feel like like you don't think of the U.S. as having any pyramids at all. All right. Actually, before we do that, uh, we got to talk about BetterHelp real quick, and then we'll get to the sixth possibly soon to be fifth tallest pyramid in the world sick honestly you could probably have a counseling session inside a pyramid yeah well of course you could <laughs> you literally could because um, you could have one from anywhere with better help yeah better help will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist whom you can connect with in a safe and private online environment and you can start communicating within 24 hours. So they'll match you with a professional counselor. Um, They have counselors who specialize and are licensed um, and specialize in things like depression, stress, anxiety, uh, LGBT matters, self-esteem, sleep issues, relationships, uh, a whole bunch of other stuff. And anything you share with them is strictly confidential. 
Um, they've been actually seeing so much growth lately that they're currently recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Oh, that's amazing. Even, I love that. Even gets someone local to you. Um, and they are now over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with BetterHelp. That's awesome. So right now, if you go to betterhelp.com slash what if, you can get 10% off your first month of therapy. You can start living a happier life today by going to betterhelp.com slash what if. Do it, do it, do it. Hashtag 2020, we're all going to therapy. <laughs> all right. We've talked about this before, yeah. I think. But the currently sixth, depending on... Oh, wait. Are we going to Oklahoma? Close. Er... We're, going to ten- we're going to Memphis, Tennessee. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So the currently sixth, maybe fifth tallest pyramid in the world is a Bass Pro Shops in Memphis, Tennessee. God. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I forgot one very important thing. Yes. Um, when I was when I was browsing casino.org. Yes. Fuck. Uh, there's a page on casino.org called UFO Odds. What? And they've created odds for where you are most likely to see a UFO in the United States, state by state. I thought we were going to be able to bet on UFOs, and I got really excited. Well... I mean, sorta. So it's a map of the United States with an awesome UFO hovering over it. Of course. And if you click, if you click on each state, it just gives you the odds of seeing a UFO in that state, and it gives you the total number of UFO sightings in that state. All time, or is this like a period of time? Uh, that's a good question. It looks like it goes back to, yeah, they're going back to the forties. So. Seems like all time ish. What's uh? Wait, I got What are so, our odds, man? We got to know our own so odds. The odds in Minnesota are plus ninety seven thousand seven hundred. Wow. So if you were to bet a hundred dollars, you would get ninety seven thousand seven hundred dollars if you saw a UFO. So that, that means like uh, what's ninety seven? That like a thousand to one? Is that about right? Yeah. Am I doing that correctly? Yeah, I think so. Right. Let me just or do this quick. 977 to 1 is essentially what that means. Yes. Yep, that's right. Okay. Do you want to take a guess at which state you are most likely to see a UFO in according to casino.org slash features slash UFO odds? I totally do. I feel like it's got to be. All right, I'm going to cheat a little bit. Because it, they got to be using, they got to be using a algorithm that takes into consideration sightings per capita. I think it's honestly as simple as total UFO sightings divided by population of that state. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, well, shit. it seems to be approximately gonna... that for Minnesota, at least. Because I was going to say, I was like, more populous states would probably be inclined to just straight up have more sight. But it's per capita, but, but if, it's per person. But if it's per person, and then I'm like, well, there's probably more areas where people are like more inclined to be like outdoors or like seeing shit. Fuck, man. I don't know. Sure. Um, Darker areas might do better. Yeah. I'm going to say Texas. Texas is actually one of the worst places to see a UFO. What? Your odds are plus 341,000. See, I was thinking like a lot so of, you're like, you got a lot of acres, a lot of square miles out there. You got a lot of people too. a lot of people. That was my, and a lot of dark area. And that was my, a lot of people condensed in mostly in cities though. True, true, true. So, okay. Let me get another guess. Okay. Go ahead. All right, my second guess is going to be California. That's also a pretty bad guess. Damn. They are they're plus 166, 166,000. So, you're kind of going the the opposite of your logic seems to be true. Uh in Wyoming. That, 
Yeah, the the less populated states, you seem to have a higher chance. Um, so South Dakota is first at plus 11,000. Well, okay, well, we share a border. Right. Uh, 7,800 total UFO sightings in Minnesota, in South Dakota. Um, and not a whole lot of people. Uh, Wyoming is close to their plus 20,000. Uh, North Dakota is plus 21. Um, I think those are some of the lowest. Huh. So basically the states where like no one lives uh, and it's real dark. New Mexico plus 32,000. They hoarding all the UFOs. Ooh. Alaska plus 11,000. I think places with military, a lot of military presence probably uh, is affecting this too. True, true. When we're looking at Dakotas, New Mexico, Alaska. That would make sense. Um, you are least likely to see a UFO in Florida at plus 342,000. Wow. Why is that? I don't know. Hmm. I, that one does not follow the logic of some of the other ones to me. No. Maybe Florida just like, they're not UFOs. They just are convinced that they're all aliens. So it's not unidentified. They're just like, we see crazy shit all the time. Yeah. We know about that. We got, yo, we got hella aliens here. <laughs> yo, my cousin, my cousin has an alien in his basement. <laughs> all right. Back to uh, the Memphis pyramid. The Memphis Pyramid. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I had to say something about the Memphis Pyramid, but in relationship yes, to the previous well, pyramid. Oh, great. Which is that. By all means. For, for the United States to land on this list of top five in giant Vegas casino and giant Bass Pro Shop. It's yep. it's just too it's, it's perfect. too perfect. It's perfectly American. I guess we should say for those of you who don't know, because there's a lot of people who listen to the show that aren't in the United States, a Bass Pro Shop is like a <laughs> great point. <laughs> everyone's like, "Fuck, are you guys talking about?" <laughs> Shit, Bass. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Bass Pro Shops are like out. Uh, they're like outfitters for fucking outdoor activities so they sell fishing hunting camping yeah all that kind of stuff. hiking kayaking fucking i say that having never actually been in one but i think that's about right i've been in one you're correct okay climbing is it is it similar to like an rei same kind of thing it's like a rei like a little more but, but a, a little more camo a, a lot more camo than an rei could you buy camo crocs at a bass pro shop if you can't I I quit all this. I quit everything. <laughs> okay, great. I'd be I I yeah. My your odds, your odds for buy, being able to buy a pair of camo Crocs in a Bass Pro Shop are significantly better <laughs> than your chances of being able to see a UFO in literally every state. Perfect. So it was not always a Bass Pro Shops shop shops. This is even better. Somebody built it for a different purpose and Bass Pro Shops was like, oh, we fucking want oh, that yeah. pyramid, bro. Oh, yes. <laughs> fucking so uh, much it, better. It's only been Bass Pro Shops since 2015 and it was built in 1991. Oh, my God. So, and it was originally conceived in 1954. So this oh. has been in the works for a long time. Um, it is 321 feet tall, so just 30, 29 feet shorter than Luxor, or 124 feet, nope, 34 feet shorter than Great Pyramid of Giza. It's glass, uh, sort of like a, it's glass and metal, but like bluish. Yep. Um, so it, it opened in 1991, and the original plans included a shortwave radio station broadcasting Memphis music, an observation deck, a hard rock cafe, a music museum, and a theme park. Um, it kind of feels like so the Mall of America, but in a pyramid shape. Yeah, so one of the original uh, developers was uh, John Tigret, the dude who started Hard Rock Cafes. So it was going to be sort of that kind of vibe. Sure. I, I, um, I can see that. 
it ended up being primarily a basketball arena. None of the things it was supposed to be even a little bit. <laughs> so in 1993, the, uh, the Midwest conference tournament was there. Uh, they had conference USA tournament there. They had the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament there in 95, 97 and Oh one. The Grateful Dead played there twice. Damn. Mary J. Blige, Mary J. Blige played there in '97. In '99, it was home to the WWF St. Valentine's Day Massacre oh, pay per view. Oh, give me that footage! Right. So I I watched some basketball footage because the Grizzlies play and University of Memphis played there for a while. Can you tell it's a it, pyramid when you watch? No, it just looks like a basketball arena. Huh. Because, but. You know, if you're watching basketball, you can't see higher up than the first ten rows usually of the of the crowd. Yeah, but they could, they do like pan shots and like you know. So I watched some. I was watching some like Grizzlies and University of Memphis clips, and it just looked like any other arena. Okay, all right. But like, it has to get narrow at the top. Obviously, it's like it's a straight up pyramid. Um, Again, wildly inefficient. Like I I don't know why. Of all things, like an arena should be the inverse shape of this. Yes. Yes. You want more people to be able to spread out as you go up. Unless. Focused on one point. Unless. Is the pyramid big enough that that type of shape can fit inside of that shape? You know what I mean? Sure, but then it's still dumb. Oh. <laughs> it's still a bad design. Oh, Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm just saying maybe uh, they don't care because it's not like it actually interferes with the nosebleed sections because it's got plenty of room right. to go up. I mean, it is, it's fucking huge. It's 535,000 square feet. And for basketball, it sat 20,142 people, which is like a average That's to a slightly above average size NBA area. Yeah. Ours is 18. Right. Um, the FedEx Forum, whatever that place is called, where the Grizzlies play now, yeah. opened in 04, and it hasn't been used for sports or concerts really since 04. I don't know what happened between 04 and 2015 when it opened as a Bass Pro Shops, except that there was briefly an AFL, as in American Football League, I believe. Yep. No, sorry, Arena Football League. Oh, but there, there is also a, an American a, Football League, isn't there? I don't know. I'm pretty uh, sure there, there was is. an Arena Arena Football team that played there called the Memphis Pharaohs. Oh, the, the Memphis Pharaohs. Yes, played inside of a pyramid in downtown Memphis. I can't even tell you how furiously I'm googling the fucking branding <laughs> for the Memphis Pharaohs. Um. Before they became the Memphis Pharaohs, so they're now. Oh, bro, bro, it, it is it is it is it fire? It whips, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's really good. Oh, wait, maybe this is fan art. This is from a guy on Dribble. Okay, well, fucking whatever. Matthew calls uh, Dribble profile is crushing it. Dribble's like a design portfolio website. Uh, I'm looking at Arena Ball, the official game magazine of the Arena Football League. I am not seeing that yet. And there's some photos of their jer like the full jerseys. Oh, their logo is tight. It looks sort of like the old Indiana Pacers logo. It's like a navy and yellow. It's really strong. Weird. The the uh, when I I'll Google Memphis when I Google Memphis Pharaohs, I'm getting the Oklahoma Wranglers. And I don't know. Yeah, so so they became the Oklahoma Wranglers after that, and they were also before they were the Memphis Pharaohs. They were the Portland Forest Dragons, which is so strong, bro. That <laughs> God, why aren't people more wild with their fucking branding shit when it comes to like? Oh, right? the Memphis Pharaohs logo, the OG the one logo is is kind of hot. Yeah, it's strong. So from 95 to 96, they were Memphis Pharaohs. They played in the pyramid. Then they were the Portland Forest Dragons from 97 to 99. Then they were the Oklahoma Wranglers from 
2000 to 2001. Dude, God bless the Arena Football League for just being like, one year, fuck it. Two years, fuck it. Three more years, <laughs> fuck it. Like, Yep. Uh, okay, so that only takes us to 96. So we have... Yeah, so I don't know what happened from 04 to 2015. It, bro, it was a free-for-all. They gave it back to nature, man. <laughs> <laughs> in 2010, after five years of negotiating, so the city owned it, uh, in 2010, Bass Pro and the city of Memphis signed a 55-year lease for the Bass Pro Shops Megastore in the Memphis Pyramid. Oh, so they are there until at least 2065. <laughs> Bro. And it took them five years to negotiate the deal. Bro, we gotta get we gotta get this vaccine so that we can go fucking record live from the fucking Bass Pro Shop. Okay. In Memphis. So it's a retail store, like a the the biggest Bass Pro Shops. There's an indoor archery range. Oh, come on, dude. There, There's a shooting range. Yes. There's a laser arcade, which I don't even know what that is. But I'm 100% here for it without knowing anything about it. There's a restaurant called Uncle Buck's Fish Bowl. Okay. There- that sounds wild, <laughs> and I'm also here for it. Are they doing fish bowls like here's a liquor fish bowl type thing? I mean, it's Uncle Bucks, so look, I would assume so. If we in the net, okay, look, if we can't, <laughs> if we can't get vaccinated and go on a road trip and drink Uncle Bucks fish bowls and go play in the laser arcade in the next two to three years, I don't want to be here anymore. All right. <laughs> there's a bowling alley. There's a salt. There's a saltwater aquarium. Bro, this keeps getting better. Is this my mecca? The- the largest freestanding elevator in America is in the center of it and goes from the center, from the base all the way to the apex. That sounds terrifying, but I would do it. There's an observation deck. There's the Sky High Catfish Cabin. There's a second restaurant. And there's a hundred room hotel known as the Big Cypress Lodge. Bro, we a hundred percent are going to stay in this hotel. This is <laughs> this place sounds fucking sick ryan i have one more line for you yep i'm gonna read directly from the wikipedia article for a second here for it one million people visited the bass pro pyramid between the grand opening in april of 2015 and july 8th of 2015 due in part to this large success bass pro is considering adding a zip line and a second hotel to the pyramid. Oh, can you zip line between the pyramids? Oh. <laughs> Bro. Also, April to July 8th is maximum three months. Yes. Three months in a week. Over a million people in three months you're averaging, went to this fucking Bass Pro Pyramid. 300,000 people a month coming through this thing. Which, if you're open every single day, is uh, 10,000 people a day. That's so fire. This place sounds if you're never close. awesome. Also, a crystal skull was found at the apex of the pyramid. Uh-oh. Wait, at the apex? Yes. That Doesn't that at the top? Yes. Who put it up there? Um... Probably the Hard Rock Cafe guy, but it's not super clear. Okay. Uh, is he trying to? If I can find. Is he trying to? Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Is he trying to blast some seven thousand watt light bulbs through it and fucking call the devil? <laughs> so there's a. Oh, we got a dot blogspot. SmartCityMemphis.blogspot.com. You love to see it. An article from February 10th of 2008. Excuse me. Um. This is, I think, someone who worked there. Um, okay. Isaac Tigret, who's the, the developer and Hard Rock Cafe guy. Um, I'm just going to read from this article for a second. Do it. 
The most ominous warning was given by Isaac Tigret following the removal of the crystal skull that he had secretly riveted to the steel superstructure of the pyramid apex. <laughs> the small black box was spotted by a maintenance worker about a year after the area after the arena opened. Pride from its secret place, the box was opened with great ceremony in a conference room in the bottom of the pyramid and inside the velvet lined box and covered with gauze and a fragrant powder was a small crystal skull. First of all, that's cocaine. <laughs> Second of all, why, did, why didn't they just leave it? They should, if that man wanted it up there and it's his building, let that man do his thing. It's, it's unclear. Um, <laughs> you don't have any idea what you've done. Isaac said upon being told that the crystal skull had been removed. He added somberly that the cosmic balance of the earth could be disturbed as well. <laughs> okay. That sounds like <laughs> a total like conjecture ass lie that would appear in a blog spot article. It also totally sounds like something, a guy who tried to build a giant pyramid in fucking Memphis would think or like deeply believe. So I have a, a conflicting, but I think equally interesting quote directly from Isaac Tigrit, uh, quoted in the New York times. Okay, let's do it. So he said that the quote, dark rumors were utter nonsense. However, he did say he had placed quote, several other crystal and mystic objects in the pyramid as part of the glamour and mystery of mysticism and mysticism of Egypt tight. So the rumors of some sort of curse nonsense. Did I place several crystal skulls and other mystic objects around it? Uh, well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, of course I did <laughs> go, uh, go find them. Does that mean we can find them? Yeah. Does that probably, I mean, the, the one skull has been removed, but he said there were several objects. That's what I'm so. saying. Like if there are other things, can we go find them? Yes. We can book a room at big Cypress lodge. We can have a couple fish bowls at uncle bucks. We can play laser tag and we can try and find some mystical objects. I'm quite literally not joking that as soon as it's safe to do this, we are 100% planning this trip and inviting the rest of the homies. And we'll, we will be walking the exact same floor that Mike Bibby played on for several years with the Memphis Grizzlies. God bless. Actually, he might have only played for them when they were in Vancouver, but you know. But uh, point, point the taken. The floor that Derek Rose played on for one year. Aww. <laughs> um, yeah. Pyramids in America are fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. And I, I would argue... Equally awesome to those of Egypt in a much stupider way. In a completely different way. In a very opposite end of the spectrum way. Also, in Googled, the most American I just Googled way. Memphis, I just Googled Memphis Grizzlies to see what their roster was in uh, 2003, which is, I think, the last year they played there. Yep. And Google said, suggested based on your recent activity, Memphis Grizzlies Pyramid? Yep. <laughs> Yes, Google. Yes. Uh, let's see who was on their roster the last year they played there. Shane Battier. Of course. Pau Gasol. Yep. Daquan Jones. Drew Gooden. Mike Miller. Ooh. Bo Outlaw. Remember that Bo guy? Bo Outlaw. He used to play for the Stromile Swift. Wow. Uh, this is like a fucking... Go ahead. Head coach Hubie Brown. What a squad, dude. They won 50 games. That doesn't surprise me. Fucking Powell and Batty. I guess. Both in their second year. Mike Miller. Wow. Getting boards out here. Oh, Bonzi Wells. Bonzi Wells was on that team? Damn. What a squad. That's awesome. Anyway, we can walk the same floor where Bonzi Wells played for the Memphis Grizzlies. And and God damn it, we shall. And God damn it, we shall. 
Somebody hurry up with that vaccine so we can get back to doing dumb shit. So we can get back to doing dumb shit for sure. And, and we might need to print up some uh, Memphis Pharaohs merch. Oh my God. And go sell it in the parking lot to fund our fucking adventures inside. Fuckery. Like, I, I got to send you one more, just one second. This is not interesting for anyone other than the two of us, but it's okay. We're, hey, I'm going to se- see it through the I'm end. I'm going to send you one more. Memphis Pharaohs logo mm. just for posterity. It it looks like sick ni- early nineties Pacers, but it's super cool, super Pacers y. But damn, that's fire! Like I need that on a white crew neck sweatshirt, bro. Why don't we just sell Memphis Pharaohs fucking crew neck sweatshirts in the store? That's that's what I'm saying. I mean, because laws, but yeah, we probably should anyway. There's no way somebody owns that branding still. Oh, there definitely is a way. How so? I, they probably won't care, but I'm sure someone still owns that. The Arena Football League is still a thing, isn't it? I thought it went out of business. Man, it doesn't mean all of your assets just become public domain, though. No, but it does mean oh, it, it, it does mean it would be really hard for someone to give enough of a shit <laughs> to come like mess with well, you. Well, right, 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 right. Uh, Arena Football League ceased in 2019. RIP. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think it shut down recently. Their website is offline. We're probably fine. Bro, we should for sure sell Memphis Pharaoh's fucking <laughs> gear. That'd be fire. <laughs> all right, dude. That's all I got. Fucking Anything you want to leave the folks with? Yo, great shit. Hey, we love y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Thank you for supporting the show. Go to betterhelp.com slash what if and get some help. Uh, Go to uh, patreon.com slash what if podcast if you want over a hundred episodes of the show you've never heard before. That's patreon. So many episodes.com slash what if podcast. Um, it's only five bucks a month and you get so much shit. It's easy to add the stream right to your player and then you're going to get another one every Friday as well. Uh, thanks to everybody who's left reviews. We know we got to do their live review show. There's some complications around that with, uh, the fucking remoteness of our current situations and also just complications with life. But I promise we're going to do it. Thank you all for getting us past 500 reviews. That's huge. We're at what if pod on all the socials. Hi, at what if podcast.com shop. What if podcast.com. If you want swag, Leave us a voicemail at 612-246-4614. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. It's raining motherfuckers.